the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. 1220 KDOW presents Rob Black and Your Money. Your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finance, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800-516-1220. So call in, we'll chat, and uh, have some fun. Now to start your day with the latest news and market commentary. Here's Rob Black on the Bay Area's business leader, 1220 KDOW. I'm like a freaking fracking weather girl. I'm so excited and I just can't hide it. I know, I know, I know. I got to. <laughs> Amazon Prime is coming to Apple TV 4K. Why do you care? Well, okay, I just lost all the excitement. You should know better because they're bringing 4K shows that Amazon has been videoing and making for a couple of years now. And Netflix does the same exact thing with their Stranger Things and other TV shows. So they're bringing high-quality images to your high-quality television, which at this point in time, Comcast just can't do. So I'm excited by that. What else am I excited by? The point of sale is changing ever, ever again and again and again and again. And what does that mean? The point of sale... Facebook is going to take food delivery orders directly on its website. And this isn't like, you know, Ma and Pa Grill. This is Facebook. They're doing it right. They know they have your attention. And while you're sitting there looking at that videos of cats who can do ninja moves, they've got services like DoorDash that are going to bring foods to you from Chipotle Mexican Grill. Five guys. Facebook's been working on a new product this year with carry-out tests in restaurant locations, including Papa John's. The point of sale is changing, and that's why you have to own companies like Facebook. When breaking news hits, people go to Instagram, people go to Twitter. That's why the point of information is changing. That's why companies like Comcast and CBS are in trouble. I don't have a call screen up if, if this is a person of importance. Ah, tell Craig to wait. Because I'm on fire. I've been shot out of a cannon. Cannon fodder, that is, of course. I just want to wait ever so... Thank you. Thank you. So, the point of sale used to be things like... You know, now when it comes time to buying stuff, you go to Amazon. Uh, There's big fires in Napa. Big fires in Napa equal... uh, uh, Pollutants in the air, right? 
So I pull out the old air filter, which I haven't pulled out in a while. And I go to Amazon, I get my air filters. The point of sale is no longer necessarily getting in the car, get in the truck, go into Home Depot. I went and got in the truck, I went to Home Depot, and guess what I found? All the air filters were sold out! So had I done my first instinct of get on Amazon, I would have had the, the filter. And that pisses me off, because the point of sale is now changing. It's Facebook. It's Netflix. Um, it's Alexa. Alexa, Amazon wants, they'll give you 20 bucks off if you go, Hey Alexa, buy me an air filter! Anyone who's listening at home right now, Alexa's like <laughs> buying air filters, right? I know, I know. But it's changing, and that's why you have to look at Amazon, and that's why you have to look at Netflix. Uh, the way we consume and the way we shop is changing. I used to hate, I used to dread. Do you remember that, that thing of guys going to the mall? Their wife going, hey, honey, let's go to the mall on Saturday. And guys would be like, no, there's college football on. But... I love you. Special time. And like, oh, oh, okay. And then the guy gets there and like literally wants to drink. He wants to drink while he's shopping. He's so unhappy. So now to get a Macy's shirt, you just go to Amazon and get a Macy's shirt. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Uh, Tesla's recalling uh, their Model X, 11,000 Model X SUVs, and the company is leading the industry in recalls as the way they do it and the way they do it fast. <laughs> Tesla's been dogged by seat problems with its SUV ever since the vehicle launched in 2015. The company's struggling to ramp up production on its Model 3 sedan, but failing to be, uh, meet its own expectations. The seat issue with the X suggests that the 3 could be in for similar quality control issues. This is a big issue, and yet Tesla's handling it the complete correct way. Good for them. Brand shoppers, like millennials, will reward them long time. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Uh, who's on the go phone? Craig. Craig, how are you? Great. Rob, I appreciate what you do. Love your show. Jesus, man. Um, just don't, don't kill the momentum. in what percent of a person's investments you think should be in a retirement account versus traditional savings or traditional brokerage. Okay. And uh, then the second question is, can you tell me your thoughts on a company called MyMedics, ticker symbol MDXG? I'm interested in how you look at a company like this, how you break it down so quickly. Okay, you're going to have to wait to the break on that one because I want to take okay. a look at it. It's MyMedics and the ticker symbol is what? MDXG. Okay. Um, as far as what percentage should be in your retirement account, I, I put it at a different level. I start to prioritize. Uh, first and foremost, do you have an emergency fund? I do. Okay. Do you feel comfortable right with it? Right now, currently, my wife and I both max out. She, Her company doesn't have Roth. My company does, and we both max those out. But I feel like we're to the point where we're getting heavy in Good. retirement. How old are you? Maybe I should start. I'm 42. Okay. And how much do you have? Uh, about 700 And is that with her, too? That's with her, too. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great number. And anything coming in retirement? Any inheritance plans? No, neither of us. Are you going to be big spenders or small spenders in retirement or maybe a combination? Uh, I'm pretty thrifty. I'm very much like you. My wife is more of a spender. Okay. Uh, but our house will be paid for. We, I've got it on a 15-year fixed. We're over halfway through that. 
Uh, we do have two children. I'm working on 529s. Good. They're not fully funded yet, but... Yeah, and they're young children, obviously. Yeah, four, or sorry, six and eight. Okay, congratulations on that. Those are great ages. The six is still kind of a toddler. The eight's starting to become more of a man, and that's a good combination. Um, yeah. As far as what you have, is your emergency fund okay? It is. Um, it, we're not quite at six months. We're at more okay. of a four-month that's marker. Uh, this year I did an addition. I have uh, three rental properties, nice. and that sucked some of our funds, but that should come back quickly through the um, the rentals, just having them replenish some of that. And the rentals, they're not too much of a headache for you? They're going pretty smoothly? You're generally got people? No, around. I've had them for almost 15 years now. And they're, they're going, you thumbs up, is there equity in them? Michigan. No, I, I, I'm one of those state guys. totally yeah. understand that. I've got a place in um, uh, North Carolina that I kind of wish I would have bought 10 of them in hindsight compared yeah. to San Francisco, the Bay Area, where I could buy one of them. Um, <laughs> I think you're doing great. It sounds like uh, you've got a good head on your shoulders. Uh, I, I wouldn't throttle back on the 401k yet. Uh, you know, maybe focus okay. a little bit more on the Roth because you can take that money okay. out whenever you want to. Because uh, you've already paid taxes on it, so that that'll give you a little more flexibility that you may be looking at of versus tying it up. I like having extra money in the retirement because keep in mind you're on track to generate 1.4, 2. 2.8, um, about three and a half million dollars before you retire, and that's about eighty thousand to a hundred and twenty thousand per year, maybe a little okay. bit more in income, so off the retirement accounts. And that's probably enough, especially in Michigan, especially with a guy who's on a budget, and especially with some Social Security coming in and adding a little extra. But okay. there's there's no harm paying yourself a little bit more in retirement and, like, you know, being the greatest grandfather on the earth or the, the best father after the years of struggling and keeping things down. I, You know, if you want to drop me an email, Craig, I'll take a better look and not give you a flip answer in two and a half minutes on radio. You can email me, Rob at Rob Black Show, Rob at Rob Black Show. I'll ask a couple more questions, and I'll, I'll flush it out a little bit more for you. Um, but I think you're doing great. And, you know, the tax benefits of the 401k are still there, even if you maxed out. I'm Rob Black. It's the Friday Ice Report. Friday Ice Report. Old-time hockey. Like it is short. Yeah. Your San Jose Barracuda hockey updates. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. The NHL National Hockey League season is underway. The Sharks are three games in, and they've already brought up a player from their AHL affiliate, the San Jose Barracuda. The Sharks are looking a little thin at defense. They pulled up a, a young man from the AHL, which is, I think, every AHL player's dream come true. I love hockey. It's a great sport. I love professional hockey on the NHL level. I like the AHL level, which is professional hockey, but just one league below. But, man, there is not a lot of difference between the players. Super excited right now to be speaking with a Barracuda. Adam Haluka, how are you, sir? I'm good. How are you doing this morning? Doing well. You got off to a good start with uh, uh, a good game against Barrac- uh, against the Stockton Heat, which I'm always happy to anytime the any San Jose franchise beat the Heat or beat Stockton. Yeah, yeah, it was... Um... It was good to get that first win under the belt for the for our team. Yeah, season just started. You got a goal and an assist. You got six shots on goal. We'll get to that in just a second. Uh, give us a little bit of your thoughts, Adam, about 
the season as it's beginning for what we could expect out of the Barracuda having gone so far in the playoffs last year? Well, we have uh, we have a lot of uh, a lot of the same guys we did last year back, but at the same time we have a lot of new faces. So I think it's 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 big on the leadership group to uh, kind of implement what, how we play and and what we do and our systems and stuff like that and teach that to the young guys nice and early in the season. I was reading a little of your bio last night, and there's not a lot on you, uh, but you were once brought into a team to basically be that leadership going into the playoffs. Are you taking on that same leadership role with the Barracuda? Yeah, I'm really trying and doing my best, doing the best I can there. I'm trying to be a leader. There's uh, there's some younger, not just new guys, but they're a bit younger this year. So I'm really trying to uh, to help them out. I've been in their shoes and I know what it's like. So I'm doing my best. I've followed hockey for about 40 years of my life since I was a young child. I had brothers that loved the sport. And uh, we all rallied around uh, AHL hockey, oddly enough. The Tidewater Tides, which were, uh, I think, uh, like two divisions below for the Detroit Red Wings many, 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 many years ago. So this means nothing to you. But um, I do like the amateur angle. Well, it's not even amateur angle. That's the wrong way of saying it. It's the, the AHL. It's more family-friendly. It's cheaper prices. It's excitement because you're trying to make the NHL. Um, as a left winger, uh, give us a little bit of background on you because I was having trouble finding a little more information on you. Um, well, I, uh, I started playing my minor hockey in, uh, in Burnaby, the Burnaby Winter Club. Cool. And I, uh, I kind of, I switched back and forth between the North Shore Winter Club and the Burnaby Winter Club and my, made my way up to play midgets in Vancouver. And when I was 17 years old playing midget in the max tournament at Christmas time one year, the Spokane Chiefs listed me. I never got drafted in the Bantam draft. I, uh, I got listed there and then walked onto the team as that same year as a 17-year-old, and I stuck, and I played three seasons in uh, Spokane, and then I got drafted in the fourth round to the Sharks, and then I, uh, I got traded at my 20-year-old year. My last year junior, I got traded at the deadline, and I went to Red Deer to play in the Memorial Cup, and that was a great experience, and I guess now I'm here. Yeah, so a lot of what you talked about was hockey has got all these like leagues, and to win a trophy at any of the leagues is considered a, a prestigious ac- accomplishment. But now you got to move on to the NHL at some point in time and get that Stanley Cup to to add to your probably last big trophy per se. Uh, but you do have the experience. Your next big game, it looks like it's coming up tonight against the Grand Rapids uh, Griffins, which is uh, a team you're familiar with. Um, it's at home. Tickets are available. Nothing better, in my opinion, than live hockey. Much better sport in live. It's pretty good on TV, but much better sport live. Uh, what, what can we look forward to tonight against Grand Rapids? Uh, well, it's going to be a very competitive game. Obviously, they uh, they knocked us out of playoffs last year and won the Western Conference. and Still a bit of a bitter taste in our mouths, but um, like I said, it's going to be competitive. We really want to kind of get back at these guys and beat them and just kind of bragging rights or whatever you want to call it. So it's going to be uh, a physical and fast game. I like the roster this year. It feels like the roster got younger with the Barracuda, which I think is super important in sports because the game seems to get faster, whether it's basketball or football or Hockey, uh, you got a great uh, set of players. I'm excited about Marcus Sorensen. What's he like in the in the locker room to hang out with? Uh, he's uh, he's a great 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 teammate, great guy off the ice, great guy on the ice. He's uh, likes to have fun and goof around a bit, but he's very competitive and 
and he works really hard, and he's smart. He's uh, he's a good teammate. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. Again, I'm looking at the roster right now, and Danny O'Regan I talked to last year, Machinator. He's a big boy. Um, obviously, you bring a lot of excitement to the team. Uh, great goaltending. you got a pretty good all-around team. Um, uh, as far as your coach goes, uh, how, you're, how are you liking working with uh, Roy Sommer and the legend that is an AHL uh, winningest coach of all time? Yeah, I'm always just trying to listen and learn with uh, with him and all of our coaching staff and player development coaches. There's a lot of they've been around the game for a long time. They have a lot of knowledge about the game, and I'm always just trying to listen when he's talking and he's teaching. I'm just trying to be like a sponge, I guess, and pick everything up that he's uh, trying to teach. Tomorrow you've got a home game, so you got back-to-back games uh, against the San Antonio Rampage tomorrow at 1.15. That's a fun daytime tilt because you get to go to a game with kids. There's not a lot of alcohol, a little bit, but not as much during the daytime, and it's a, a more enjoyable family experience. Um, do you know what I'm talking about? Because I'm a father. I'm assuming you may not be. Do you know what I mean by how the AHL is so family-friendly? Of course, they they always the Barracuda do a great job on having family packages where you can get four tickets, four hot dogs, and four pops, whatever it may be. Right. Um, I think yeah, there's not as many fans. It may be a bit quieter, but I still think it's great hockey. And then, like you said, it's great for families to come and kind of be a bit more relaxed and watch some hockey. It's not as many fans per se, but that's quite okay because you get to see the stars of tomorrow. You get to see them when they're young. You can still get autographs pretty easily. Um, plus, you get you know family-friendly prices. You get easier parking, easier in, easier out. And when you have kids, it's, it's, I think it's the best sport for kids uh, possible because it's super exciting. And like you said, the uh, Barracuda and the Sharks do a nice job of, of marketing towards families because they're the future fans. Can I ask the question, what's your personal opinion on the outside of the whole National Hockey League, of uh, the whole NFL craziness that's going on with the flag? Have coaches, has management said anything to you guys? Are you, are you getting guidelines? Are you going off personal feelings? Um, we we actually, the coaches haven't mentioned anything about it. Um, me personally, I think, I respect whatever like people want to do. They have their feelings and their opinions on things. Uh, I'd support whatever or whoever, with the, however they want to go about it, whatever they want to do, whether they want to kneel during the anthem or not. Um, I'm not gonna go out of my way to kind of comment or do do any of that. But like I said, I'll support any of my teammates who would want to take part in that. Adam, thanks for showing up and thanks for having an opinion and have a great season. Stay healthy. Get a call up to the Sharks. I can tell everyone that I know that I talk to you when. Excited for the Barracuda. Great uh, team to have on radio here. Nick Dolenberger does the calls on every game. You can find him here on KDOW AM 1220. You can find Adam at the rink. Go see a SJ Barracuda, sjbarracuda.com to get tickets. Family affordable. Great time, great entertainment. I'm Rob Black. and questions are always welcome. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com.
Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Boom shakalaka. Straight out of Compton. So, Craig, if that was his real name, out of Michigan, and that's really where he was, asked about my medics, and ticker symbol is M... Let me see if I can remember. Uh, MDXG. It's kind of complicated. It's a mid-cap company, which basically means there's not a lot of research on it, and there's no way everyone in America knows the name of the company, like a big company like an Apple or Coca-Cola. And there's some lawsuits that are being thrown around on patent infringements, and I don't have the ability to analyze that. Um, there's an analyst at Needham who follows the company, Needham, N-E-E-D-H-A-M. And if you're just tuning in now, this call started two segments ago, and he asked a couple questions, and it goes to show you how complicated with just two questions, is, is 700K in my 401K enough, and what do you think about biomedics? Take your symbol MDXG, and from taking a look at it, it looks pretty interesting. And I take a look at a three-year chart on it and a five-year chart, because that's typically, you got to give companies like mid-cap companies a little bit of time to do their mojo. Um, otherwise, it's just legalized gambling on some levels. Um, and they've, you know, they've got a credit agreement. Uh, it's kind of interesting on that level. Uh, when you take a look at the company, they're into medical supplies is the simplest way of saying it. They're out of Georgia, which means their labor structure is probably not going to be crazy because they're out of Marietta, Georgia, which is a nice city. Uh, it's not Atlanta. It's not, you know, D.C., Boston, New York. You know, it's not a big East Coast or Southern city. Um, but there's not a lot of information on it either. So when they do surgical appliances and supplies, uh, you are going to have a little bit of a, a an edge, especially if you're like a doctor or a hospital administrator and you know the product. And you know the relationships. Did you like it once? In medical supplies and medical devices, that's not important if you liked it once. Because a hottie, whether it be a, a guy or a girl, can come to your offices or the hospital and she can have a bag of pizzas and she can say, I want to show you our hot new product. And I know you're saying, is that a male impression or a female impression? Depends. Depends on what you heard. It's an illusion. It's Doug hitting it today. Uh, so I don't really have a good answer. You know, there's just not a lot of information on this company. When you take a look at a two- or three-year chart, you start getting a little bit better feeling of the trend of what they've been doing. For two years, the stock, you know, went from 10 to 12 to 10 to 12 to 9 to 8 to 9 to 8 to 9. Boom! Up to fourteen, fifteen dollars Pretty nice. In the last six months. So something's happening on that level. Um, you know, when you take a look at year to date, it's up 47%. In the last 52 weeks, it's up 57%. So it's got a lot of winner, winner, chicken dinner priced into it. So if you're buying it today, you're buying a lot of past performance. And keep in mind, what's the phrase that pays on Wall Street? Past performance, not indicative of future results, right? So one thing that I'm going to ask you to look at is get that annual report or the quarterly report. And then you're going to start looking at financials of the company. And you go back to 2012, and you see they did 27 million in sales. Then in the next year, 59 million. That's doubling. And then they did 118 million. They did 187 million. They did 245 million. That's pretty damn good. I know that if I came home with a salary that looked like, let's just say, I might have six kids. You know what I'm saying? Zooby, zooby, zooby. 
there would be some love. There'd be a new washer and dryer. Come on down. Now, their cost of business hasn't really gone up crazy either. Keep in mind, 27 million in revenue got them 5.5 million in cost of goods. 59 million in sales got them 10 million. So that was a doubling. But then it starts to flatten down on the costs. So their, their profits start to go up. Their income has gone from 21 million to 48 million to 104 million to 166 million to 210 million in the last five years. This is a winner. Everything that I'm seeing on it is a winner. Keep in mind, I don't know what their lawsuits are about. I have to do more work. You have to do more due diligence on a company like this. Um, they've had some years where they've had some unusual expenses, like 2012 and 2013. Um, their pre-tax income has not been as consistent as some of their other growth items on their financial statements. Um, their net income two years ago was higher than it was last year again, but their revenues were higher than it was last year. So there's some inconsistencies that I kind of want to try to figure out what's going on. You're not going to own this one for a dividend. Um, in the last 24 months, they've had some inconsistent financial execution. And again, this is literally, literally a snapshot that I can throw out there for you. So this is not great information. I would want to sit down and spend one to four hours minimum on a company like this before having a real solid opinion. Um, but... You know, inventories, they've gone up. They've doubled in the last year. That's a little bit of a problem. So if they're making medical supplies, like, and again, I don't know a lot about them. If they're making medical supplies that are problematic where you have too much inventory, or like I said, if you're a hospital doctor or a hospital administrator, and they're making, like, let's say a wound bandage that heals twice as fast as, say, gauze does. Um if suddenly as an administrator you go, you know what, we saw some infections and we're not going to order any more of that. We're going to go back to the Johnson & Johnson wound thing, uh, wound product. Well, suddenly this company may see their, their their inventory swell and no one ever buy the product again or they have to take a big write-off. So it's a little bit impossible for me to give, you know, there's not a lot of debt. You know, there's some positives that I can throw out there for sure. Um, the revenues look great. The earnings have been inconsistent in the last two years. Um, their margins look good. So you see how I'm like starting to make a case for and against. Taking a look at what some of the analysts say. And again, there's some lawsuits that I don't have time to read through because they're little big law documents. Uh, there's some interactions with the SEC. The company's had some public filings, which you'll find at sec.gov, sec.gov. There's S filings, and Q filings, and K filings. K is annual. Q's quarterly, S's in between the quarters. Uh, they're in the process of taking some proactive approach that they took with the Department of Veterans Affairs. As reported in their previous press release dated September 7, 2017, the company received a subpoena from the SEC that appears to relate to the former employee's allegations. So there's a former employee who's under some sort of internal investigation or something like that. Um, there's a lot of short sellers. There's a lot of people that don't like the company. As a CEO of a company, you kind of want to be a CEO, and you don't want to always be going... And this is not this company, but you don't always, hey, I, that guy who had an affair with somebody or that guy who sexually harassed someone, like Weinstein got kicked out because people don't like distractions. So as CEO, you don't always want to be covering for, you want to be a CEO. Um, Let's see. I think you'd get a lot from listening to conference calls of the company. MDX, this is a good, I mean, this is an interesting mid-sized company. Mid-sized companies can quickly become large companies, and companies like Johnson & Johnson could say, you know what, we want that company. We want, 
or you know maybe a Medtronic or someone along that those lines. I don't know their product line well enough to tell you who would be an interesting acquirer of the company. Um, but they do also yeah, do a lot of uh, growth conferences because of the growth of the revenue. So a lot of analysts will cover it. And if you were to look up, you know, um, MyMedics growth conference, you would probably find something on Google. Uh, Google's a great investigative tool. Um, hit the news, hit, you know, uh, medical devices. Um, you also want to do, you know, medical conferences and see if they're presenting. Uh, a lot of that's to be, uh, at their website. So for instance, their next earnings call is October 27th. Uh, their consensus expectations for eight cents. There's a lot of information you can get from a company like this. Um, if you call the company, I see Jenny Montgomery Scott, um, osteoarthritis pain conference they're going to be at. Uh, they did announce preliminary revenue for the third quarter already. Again, a lot of shorts. So they're, they're kind of managing their earnings and their expectations on this one. So. Um, they're going to European Wound Management Association annual conference. I know you're saying, man, that sounds like a summer vacation. Yeah, you missed it. So it was back in May, the European Wound Management Association annual conference, 2017. Uh, plus, they went to the fifth annual Arm Cell Gene Therapy Investor Day. Um, and I know you're saying, boy, that would have been a lot of fun. But if you go to, for instance, the European Wound Management Association uh, website, ewma.org, you could read about the presentations. You could read about what's happening this year, what's happening next year, and you might get a, an idea of how sexy of a player this guy, this company is in that world. Um, you know, taking a look at the analyst expectations, I see one price target at Needham of $20. Um and I see one price target of, I can't tell who that company is, uh, but $16 price target. So uh, you, it may be something that you can call those companies and get a research report. It may be something if you have an account at TD Ameritrade or if you have an account at Smith Barney or if you have an account at Vanguard or Fidelity, log into your account and punch in this company again uh You'll get a lot of information on this if you do a little bit of research on your own for it. And for instance, if you punch in MDXG at your brokerage account, you may get a standard and poor's tear sheet, which is a really quick synopsis. Some tear sheets are really detailed though, and will give you like the last five years. Um, your brokerage may have access to the street research or somebody else that they can help you, um, give you some more opinions and ideas. I can't follow every mid-cap stock. I just gave you 15 minutes on it, essentially, and I, I still feel like I can give you another four hours on it. And I don't even have proper research materials in front of me like a Bloomberg terminal. Hope that helps, Craig. This hour of the show dedicated to Craig in Michigan. Yeah. I love me, Michigan, folks. You can always find me online at Rob Black Show, Rob Black Show, and hopefully one day, Craig, we meet, because uh, you sound like an interesting guy. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, 
back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. I just did a brilliant 30 minutes of the show. The first 15, not so much, but the last 30, brilliant. You look like a succulent baby lamb. I'm sending it off to the Smithsonian Institute to put you put in a time capsule and shot into space so that one day an alien race can find truly intelligent life. They can say things like, wow, wrong. And the people from Minnesota and Michigan all sound alike. And there was something called a Darwinian wood chipper. This is information we must pass on. Anyhow, and anyway, I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. There's so much going on. Um, bring the questions. I think that that's incredibly helpful. There's something on your insurance paperwork called declarations page. Read it for the first time ever whether it's your medical insurance, your homeowners, or your renters, consider things like updating your insurance coverages through your life. You're not the same man that you were at 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50. Your home's not the same home. So I would uh, take an eyeball gander at that. When you hear things like the Russian elections and Facebook, understand that there's something... Facebook now knows what we eat. You keep learning about this machine intelligence and artificial intelligence. Facebook and Amazon and Google, a little bit of Apple, they know a lot about us from the way we handle our phones and our information. So when you hear, like, the Russians hacked the elections, don't just go, well, well, I don't care about that. If Amazon and Facebook can figure out what we eat, when we want to eat, when we vacation, where we want to go, if... They can look at our photos. Like, for instance, did you know that Apple in the middle of the night looks at your photos and they put together little calendars and little events and little uh, photo books and they call it, like, December 2015 or they'll they'll put Hawaii vacation because they, they're able to look at the pictures and see that it was taken in Hawaii. Then they're able to put together things like there's waves and there's like people in shirts that are short and aloha shirts or what are they what are those called um hawaiian shirts i don't know uh bahama shirts aloha no that's not right beach shirts so, oh i think i just offended every hawaiian with that taka tiki tiki marsala I hate Hawaii roads. Like, thank God for GPS. And, you know, if that wasn't a gift from the heavens, I don't know what was. Because you'd go to Hawaii and they'd go, oh, yeah, you go down two roads and you go uh, left on the road that has 19 L's in it. And then you take a right on the roads that's got 14 R's and two S's. Darn tootin'. (laughs) Darn tootin'. Anyway, so the Russian election hacking thing is really, like, if they can figure out voters who are so jaded that they believe Hillary Clinton came to the planet in a UFO, they can sway elections. And if Apple can figure out every detail of your vacation and put it in a photo book for you, 
if Google can decide, like, hey, we know that you're hungry at this point in time, or you're driving home, or last week you went to this uh, gym, or last week you went and parked right next to uh, a foodery. I know you're saying, is foodery a word? Okay, it might not be. Work with I like people. the way you say that. I know. Can you get the back scratch out? Scratch my back while I do the show. <laughs> um, Apple. Not Apple. Alphabet. I hate that name. It's so Sesame Street oriented. But um, Google's division is now called Apple. Great Google and Or Alphabet. And Alphabet has a division called basically Project X. Um, and they've had something called Project Loon inside of Google. And they've basically recently incorporated it, which basically means this loon is going to be spun out at some point in time, very similar to Waymo and the self-driving car technology that Google's pumping money into. But Project Loon is the balloons that go up in the air and have Internet access to them. And countries like Costa Rica, when they get hit by hurricanes and they have no power for months and months and months, no Internet for months and months and months, um... There could be a business model there, or Africa, there could be a business model there. And again, one of the things that Google does well is they'll give away stuff for free, but they'll put the ads inside the maps and inside the searches and inside the products that you know, you're know you using with their free services, whereas Apple just says, we don't want to like nickel and dime you with services. They kind of do with uh, backups and updates and stuff like that as far as storing your information, which again, you know, Apple gives you ridiculous 200 megs of storage a month. For your photos, for something like two ninety nine, they can charge six ninety nine. No one cares. We want it. We need it. We gotta have it, as my friends at Arcade Fire would say. Um, I love watching my producer scramble when I throw out odd references. Um, so anyway, okay, Project Loon. I get it. I get it. So um, so we got that going. That's been recently announced. That's one way that Google makes extra money and Alphabet makes money. They, is, they, they fund these moonshot ideas. So and I like it. I like it a lot. The Google Home Mini recently got into a little bit of heat as it was secretly, secretly recording. <laughs> oh, God. In this day and age of, like, um, you know, can we break into phones? Can we not break into phones? What do companies know? What do they not Gotta have it. I need it. I want it. Google Arcade Fire. Actually. You don't like this. Again, here's like Spotify. Spotify could charge me a million dollars. I don't know. I'm going to re-sign up for it, even though I like Apple Music more than I like Spotify. But they have that there. The weed industry is under fire in California. Supply and demand. How much supply of marijuana is out there? When there's fires that burn it down, less supply. Find them in. Business lessons. It's in everything you see every day. Hi, this is Rob Black from Rob Black and Your Money. Retirement planning is more complicated than ever, and it can be hard to even know where to begin. But focusing on a few essential issues can help increase your income in retirement and your chances of enjoying a secure future. Join us for Retirement Income Strategies and Estate Planning Seminar Thursday evening, November 16th from 630 to 830 at the Toll House Hotel in Los Gatos. Registration is $25. Use the code RADIO25 to get in for free. Sign up at robblackshow.com. CFP Chad Burton is going to discuss transitioning your portfolio from accumulation phase to the income phase. 
passive versus active portfolio management, choosing the right accounts to draw from first, minimizing your retirement income, taxes, social security strategies, good and bad retirement products, and much, much more. In addition, I will discuss the market outlook, and attorney Michelle Lerman will explain how to update your estate plan to reflect the latest laws. It's Thursday, November 16th, 630 to 830 at the Toll House Hotel in Los Gatos. Registration is $25. Use the code RADIO25 to get in for free. Sign up at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. And use the code RADIO25 to get in free. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.